This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Kramer and Jess. On demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. Mix 106.5. When your best friend runs out of advice. And your therapist won't return your calls. And how does that make you feel? There's group therapy with Kramer and Jess. Should you use Christmas as a punishment? No. <laughs> no. It's like not on me, at least. I'm sad. This I'm one makes me sad. Yeah, this is tough. This is yeah. tough. Uh, welcome to group therapy. This is where we turn to your neighbors and ask, what's the dilemma in your life, right? Right. Uh, listeners reach out to us when they're going through something and just need an outside perspective on their situation. So Kramer and myself do our best to give our advice. But then we also turn to you so you can help out your neighbor, too. If you ever want to be on this segment, email me. It's probably the easiest way. Kramer at Mix1065Baltimore.com. Hey, Jenny from Timonium. Good morning. Good morning. All right, so what's going on here? Okay, so um, my husband and I, we have three sons, and the middle son, he's been acting out a lot. Like, he's, he's always been a good kid, but this year has just been tough. I don't know if it's because of, you know, just changes with school or because of his age or, or what, but he's, he's really been acting out a lot. The worst thing was that it turned out that he was actually taking cash out of both of our wallets, and we found, like, his little stash in his room. Okay. And so, my husband, he thinks that the solution is to, like, make a, a statement on Christmas and give our son fewer gifts than our other two sons mm-hmm. as, okay. like, punishment. And I'm, I'm just really upset. I really think it's a bad idea because I feel like Christmas is such a, you know, special day, and I, I don't feel like it's the day to, like, make a point because I feel like he's going to be upset. You know, we're going to be upset. It's just going to, like, ruin the holiday for all of us. Like, I'd rather, I'd rather ground him. I'd rather do something on another day. I'd rather give him extra chores or, you know, something. I don't, I don't think giving him pure gifts is is the way to go but my husband is like so like dead set on like this is how we prove our point this year it was going to be that they were all going to get 10 kind of smaller things but my husband wants to give uh jason he wants to get jason like only like two or three things and have them be like things that he didn't ask for also like like socks or you know like 
things that a kid is not going to mm. like be thrilled about. Yeah. Wow. I don't know if this is like normal discipline or not, to be honest with you. That makes uh, me really sad. 410-583-1065. Let's get the phones going. I mean, is is reducing Christmas a good way to like keep your kids in line? You know, I wonder how many families actually do that yeah. to teach a lesson. Like, is that going to cause almost like deeper trauma than them actually learning the lesson here? Or maybe like it's happened to somebody listening of like, you got, because like we've all heard of like coal in the stocking before, right? Like you better right. shape up or you're going to get coal in your stocking. And yeah. we're like, that'll never happen. Yeah. At least in my house, like my parents could threaten me all they wanted. I always got amazing holidays. But if that know? happened to you, how did that actually Yeah. Like, I don't know that it ever has happened before, but if it did, yeah. would it be a good lesson? Or is are you sitting here in the car right now being like, what the hell? Like you can't take away your kid's Christmas because they've been bad, so, you know? I agree with you, Jenny, to the point where I almost feel like because I, I feel like that's going to set the tone for the day and I almost feel like it'll be the center of attention on how he's going to behave and maybe even like act out more or like, you know, that'll cause tension between the boys and them not even being able to like really celebrate the holiday holiday together. I'm not saying what he's how he's been behaving is okay and I do think that he needs to be disciplined maybe on a different day, but I don't know if like Waking up on Christmas Day, being nine years old, and like looking at the presents and, and seeing yours compared to your brother's, how that's going to make you feel. Or, or does that shape you up? Again, Jess doesn't have kids. I don't have kids. I know. So sometimes these things are a little oh, out of, you know, out of touch for us. But like we, I, but honestly, it doesn't sound completely crazy to me. No, I get like, the point. It would, that it your would make the point. Make. Like if you're, if you get like a badass kid, yeah. like, and they, they've been bad, do they deserve to still have the same? holiday if they were good the whole year you know what i mean i don't necessarily think that's the case okay you know uh but 410-583-1065 i'm just afraid it's like kind of like well you can act however you want whenever you want you still get rewarded for it you know who was saying you absolutely cannot do that uh the lisa on three in middle river hey lisa good morning Lisa, you there? Hi. Hi. There yeah. you go. So, to you, like, because to, to me, I got to be honest, it kind of makes sense. Like, if your kid's acting out and had a bad year, why are we rewarding them just as if they were doing uh, a good things with a good year, you know? Yeah, but if you have to use Christmas as your last option, you're, you're not doing something right as a parent and disciplining in general. So, I think they need to reevaluate what they're doing um, and... Okay. Change it up a bit. Because they have to use Christmas, then what they're doing isn't working. So you're so. saying, okay, so so what you're saying is if it, no matter how a kid has acted the whole entire year, let's just say for whatever reason, and I don't know their parenting techniques, but for whatever reason their child has been acting out, you still think that kid should get the exact same Christmas as if they had, like, their best year ever. It shouldn't matter how they acted throughout the year. They, they should, should have the same presents. holidays. Well, I see. I have my... 12 year old daughter in the car, and she said, Well, maybe give them like two less. Two less. Okay. <laughs> two. Just so, two less. So you know, two less. Yeah. But, three, but three sucky presents, that's just going to make the dad feel good for a second, and then it's going to make everyone else uncomfortable. For the rest the of the day. Children, okay, it's true. Yeah. I, mean, like, I just don't think it's worth it. It's, yeah. a good, it's a good point to think about because what's going to happen with the other kids? Mm-hmm. You know, like because you get two other kids in the room. And well, then, that's, like, that's my point that I was trying to make earlier. Like, okay, in that moment, I get it. But for the rest of the day, for everybody else, that feeling and the energy is that's what's going to, it's going to be a stamp on Christmas. Great. Now hey, Veronica and Rosedale, good morning. Hi, good morning. So you're kind of in a similar spot right now, yeah? Yes. Tell I me. have three daughters and my youngest, who is six, has been acting out tremendously the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. And we told her if she didn't change her attitude. Santa wouldn't be bringing any gifts for her. 
Okay. And she has gotten worse, actually. And we had the discussion the other night of what we're going to do for Christmas. Her dad and I have thought about, you know, allowing her sisters to open gifts and her just watching for a little while. It sounds mean, but yet, like you said, you know, it. And what do we do to let him get away with stuff? Right, right, right. She's right. six. She's six. She's well, six. And, and like, what, what's what's the crimes that we're talking about from 2021? Like, what has she done? Oh, she has just been um, very mouthy, just telling, you know, her dad and I to do stuff now. She wants this now. Throwing things at her sisters. Um, the other day, my oldest daughter was babysitting, and she got mad at her because she wouldn't let her watch something on YouTube. And she's like, I'll take these scissors and touch her toes off. And <gasps> Jessica. <laughs> oh, no. And you're expecting this girl to have... You know, Jess, you can't defend that. You can't defend that this girl should be having like the happiest of holidays. Veronica, so the little one, so wait, so as far as from the conversation that you and dad had the other night, she's not getting anything on Christmas. Right now, we're kind of contemplating it. We've been thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, Um, I get it. I mean, then we had the thought of letting her open them and then take them away. (gasps) Take them away. Burn them in front of throw them in the fire. No. Maybe, like, give them to her Then she can get them back. Okay. earn them back. I at least like that one better. Like, at least almost kind of like this is what you can have. Yeah, if you're good. If you're good, though. Over the next 60 days. I mean, honestly, obviously, I'm not a parent, but Veronica, I'm hoping for option two. She's in like present jail right now. I know. It's like you get freedom when you when you get out. I don't I don't hate the idea. I don't think it's terrible. I'm glad you called us. Thank yeah. you so much. Freddie and White Marsh, good morning. Hey Freddie. Good morning. How you doing? Good. What do you think about this? I mean, should you use Christmas as a punishment? Well, no. I think the kids should open up Christmas gifts, but what we did was we actually just bought them clothes. And the other kids that have like five kids. So we bought electronics that they wanted for Christmas, my other two kids, and the rest of them just got clothes. Okay, so oh. so you have five kids. Three yep. of them, three of them were good this year, or no? Three were bad, and two were good. Three were no, two were bad, and three were good. Okay. Oh so the, man, the wait. good ones. So all someone's got gonna like, open a PS Five, and someone's gonna open a T shirt. Is that what's happening on Christmas? That's what's gonna happen. Oh. And how do you how do you feel about that? It, that's it's even because they get the same amount of gifts they're gonna open. Uh-huh. They'll have five gifts, six gifts, whatever. Yeah. But they just have clothes, and then when they see them, they understand. Like you know, we told you all year, you shouldn't behave this way. It's not gonna be. Yeah. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, I don't think a kid would act up again after what, that. What are what were the two doing to make them kind of well, get this? Well, be, between acting up in school mm. and you know expecting at home, little, you know little things here and there. Yeah, and then they're teens, oh, so okay. it's, it's going to be even worse for them. Well, yeah. Be, well, what, what are the what are the what are the good kids going to get? Well, well, I. Oh, I gotta move away a little bit because my oldest are here. Okay, oh, okay, okay, okay. okay, okay. okay. Oh, but he's good though. <laughs> I'm wondering how extravagant Wait, it's gonna knows? get. You know, so, the, so oh. the oldest is in on it. The oldest knows that some of his siblings are gonna not get many presents for Christmas. He knows. Yeah, they they know. They they, they know. The oldest knows because they're 21 and 18 and stuff. Oh. So they're getting good stuff. My, yeah. Like my oldest is gonna get you know his electronic steering wheel. He wanted. Yeah. See and. Things like that for his PlayStation. Mm-hmm. My other son has his PS5. He just didn't get um, accessories for it. Yeah. Because he's been good. You see what I'm saying? Yep. And I'm, I'm really glad you called with this. I'm wondering if most parents feel that way. Thank if you, like, If, like, your kid is bad, do they deserve to get the same holiday? Yeah. Is it they were good all year, you know? Yeah. 410-583-1065. Hey, Brenda and PA, good morning. Good morning. So what do you think? Should we use Christmas as a punishment? Absolutely not. You're not addressing the issue. The issue should have been addressed as soon as it happened. Mm. The child needs to be punished for taking money from his parents and taking presents away from him at Christmas is not the way to do it. 
Why would you even give him presents at Christmas? They're not addressing the issue by waiting until Christmas. Okay, so she's like, why Why are you pushing off of punishment? Oh, like, like the, everything it. needs to happen in the moment because, like, what's that going to do? So you're saying the two shouldn't go together just because he acts terrible. Because that's that, here's my thing. It's like, uh, I, I don't, obviously I don't have kids. But I'm thinking, like, if my kid's been a complete a-hole for the whole entire year, I can't say that I'd sit back and give them the exact same holiday that if they were good, I just think that like the, the 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 like for example, let's say that let's put this in adult terms for a second. You have a good year at work, you get a bonus at the end of the year, right? Yeah. Like you have a bad right. year at work, you get fired at the end of the year. If you commit a crime, I mean the crime is addressed immediately. It's not like wait until the end okay. of the year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And then we'll settle the score. Yeah, in December you're going to jail, but have fun till then, my guy. Like no, <laughs> that's a good exactly. point. Yeah. Imagine the end of every year, like every criminal had to go in and be like. <laughs> It wasn't that bad of a year. You'll be all right. Right? You only committed three crimes. It wasn't that bad. Okay. All right. Okay. I, I see the correlation now. That makes sense. Thank you for calling us. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Clock Club. I just realized, like, how much this music beneath us makes us sound so much more awake. Like, when it's not here. Well, that's what like... I'm saying. If I, <laughs> I wasn't about to start the show like that because I need the vibes. I need the vibes. It's like you need the energy to go because if not, we sound like 40% less awake. Yeah. That's fine. Well, fake it. Six o'clock club, Monday morning. You know how it goes. We all do. So, Text us, 410-583-1065. This is anybody that's awake here in Maryland. We just want to say, good morning. How are you? How's Monday morning feeling? Maybe some big plans today or this week we should know about? Oh, yeah. Text us. Veronica, good morning. Cowboy, hello, beautiful Beverly. Jim at USCG. Stephanie Lynn is here. Lori Kenny from PA. Uh, Mr. W, good morning. Josie and PA, Sarah and Stu, our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber, Melinda and Aberdeen, four more sleep. Tech, four yeah, more girl. Sleep. 
four more. Three. Leanne from the Eastern Shore. Good morning. LG, the sassy scientist, is here. Los Mel Nurse. Amanda from the East Shore. Kyle in Oakley Manor. Cheryl, good morning. Chuck E. Crystal from Baltimore. Our pharmacy tech. Good morning. Brenda, the rideshare driver. Terrence, hope it up is here. Johnny E. Dispatcher yeah. D. Good morning. Uh, actually, good night to you, sir. Uh, Annabelle and her mama and have her to grace. Adrian, Lisa. Emma, uh, Jess the bus driver, and baby Emma. Good morning. Shannon, Banana, and Joanna is here. Lindsay B. from Dundalk. Happy Monday. How was Annapolis this weekend? Was it cool? Oh, my gosh. That place is so cute during Christmas right time. Now. Like, everything is all decorated. The lights parade was canceled, which was, you know, bum. We were all bummed out about because that. But all the boats. COVID or something else? Well, no, because of the winds. Oh, okay. Yeah, but all the boats that were docked still all decorated. Honestly, if you get a chance, you have to go out there. It's so cute. And I did a tour. I did a tour of the Naval Academy for the first time. That was such a cool experience. To be able to see it. I'm yeah. sure. I'm, sh- I'm sure Annapolis has to be super cute. But you know what? Shout out Maryland. Literally everywhere right now. So everywhere. Cute. Everywhere. Every like, county. We did, we did not get a good representation of this place last holidays. Oh, like, I know. Because every, everything was quiet. It was so bad. The was Columbia so lights were on. And that was kind of cool. I went to that. You know what I went to yesterday was the um, Six Flags right now has their... Holiday, holiday mm-hmm. nights. Everything's holiday all decorated. Something, yeah. yeah. And it was really cool to see the park like all decked out. Decked out, mm-hmm. you know? That was super fun. There's just so much to do here in the holidays. There's like plenty. Yeah. So much that I walk into the week, I'm like tired because I was like doing holiday stuff, you know? Yeah. Oh, we did the Christmas Village too over the did weekend. You like that? that was fun. It's cute, right? Yeah. It's a lot. What, what do we miss? Is there anything we like absolutely have to see? Because I feel like Six O'Clock Club, you guys know Maryland way better than we do right now. So, like, is there anything we have to see holiday-wise before it's over? There's yes. something you just love to do with your family every year. Maybe something in your neighborhood that's like, you got to go see this. Make sure you text us and let us know. 410-583-1065. And just, we'll do shout-outs. Come on. You deserve one on this early Monday morning. It's 30 degrees. Mm-hmm. And Jess, the top three in a couple seconds. Mix 106.5. It's top three with Kramer and Jess. Trending stories in Baltimore and across the nation. The Baltimore Top 3 is brought to you by my friends over at Wellwood Family Dentistry in Pikesville. Mm. Number three. Lamar Jackson suffered a sprained ankle in Cleveland, knocking him out of the game and leaving his status for the upcoming week unknown. It was a tough loss for us yesterday, 24 to 22. But the big question on everyone's mind right now is what's going on with Lamar. Jackson exited the game in the second quarter and was rolled out as the second half began. He was hit pretty low after throwing a pass and then he got up limping and slowly went off the field and he was immediately carted to the locker room and the team will further evaluate the situation to Today to see if more tests need to be done. Multiple Ravens players and Harbaugh expressed their confidence and backup quarterback Tyler Huntley uh, to win versus Green Bay if needed. We take on the Packers this Sunday at 4.25 p.m. But this has been a really tough season, and I think Jackson has been in the midst of the toughest stretch of his career. In addition to all of the injuries that we've had since the beginning, to still be 8-5 and five is something that everyone should be really proud of. Why do you look emotional right now? I think you're about to start crying. Because the, you, the look on his face when when he was on the cart, yeah. it was heartbreaking because you're terrible. Obviously, of course, everyone's like, oh, no, what are we going to do? Yeah, but it's yeah. like, is he okay? Right. That's a very terrifying feeling for any athlete. You know what sure. I mean? So we're just thinking about him today. Number two. A new study looked into when each state gets burned out on holiday cheer and needs a break from the drinking and the parties now starting on Black Friday and then into December. And people in all 50 states, according to the survey, will be burned out by December 15th, which is this Wednesday. Dude, I was about to say. 
and, ahead. And the state with the most endurance is New Hampshire, their day being December 15th. But for people in three states, Delaware, New Mexico, and our neighbors in PA, the burnout date is today, December 13th. Some states got burned out on holiday cheer well over a week ago. Vermont, Montana needed a break on December 3rd, just seven days into the holidays. And according to the study, Maryland's burnout date took place yesterday, December 12th, 16 days into the holiday oh, season. that's so crazy. Is I was, true? I was thinking driving home from Six Flags yesterday. I guess maybe because I did New York last week, you know, mm-hmm. and then I came back and did Six Flags yesterday. I felt like in my heart, I was like, if this is all it was, I'd be good. Like, I, I'm like, uh-huh. we're not, and we still got plenty of days to the holidays. I'm still, I'm like, I'm, I think I hit my cap yesterday. Like, that was it. I am just getting started. I want more. You've I want done it all. So much. I've done so much, and I can keep going. You're doing Honestly, New York. Next I would week? never stop. I would no. never ever stop. Celebrate all year long if you could. Number one. Michael Strahan is officially the first American news anchor to fly to space. The Good Morning America anchor blasted off on Jeff Bezos' Blue Origin rocket on Saturday. Strahan was one of six on Blue Origin's third crewed mission, which also included Laura Sh- uh, Shepard, the eldest daughter of Alan Shepard, who became the first American to ever fly to space in 1961. They completed a 10-minute flight that took off on the NS-19 mission from Launch Site 1 in West Texas. And if you don't remember, William Shatner was the last celebrity to leave Earth with the company, earning the title of the oldest human to ever travel to space. And to celebrate, Michael enjoyed a cigar with his mama after the flight. You know what's so funny is like, one day this will be so normal just for people to go to space. Yeah, but instead of me going, like, I was at Six Flags this weekend, I'd be like, oh, I went to space this weekend. Well, what they're saying is they're not going to give the honorary wings anymore to people because this is going to be so common yeah. for people to go to space. Yeah, After this year, it's over. You're not getting those. Like, think about that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just changing so fast, man. This is Jess, and that was your top three. Right. I have a serious question, though. Does every other person have just as much trouble as I do deciding on where to eat with their significant other? I don't know why this is such an issue, but I saw your TikTok this weekend and I was like, I know there's some food drama brewing over here. It's not right. So this this conversation actually, it most definitely happens every single day in my life. Okay. Where Garage Boy, my boyfriend, it'll be two years, our two year anniversary is next month. He goes, what do you want to eat? And I go, I don't know. What do you want to eat? And then he gives me, I don't know, maybe like three options. So he'll at least he'll give you the possible things you could choose from. Af- some people after are- he looks at me with disdain, yes. Okay, so like he, he expects you to have like something ready to go instantly. Like, what do you want for dinner? Yeah, like, and what are you you're supposed feeling? to say. I'm supposed to give something, blank. right? Okay, yeah. But I don't. Right. Because I'm rude. <laughs> and then he, you know, maybe like lists a couple things and I'm like, I don't know. I don't really I'm feel not like sure. It. It's like- and then it's like, if I don't know, then why wouldn't I just say something that I want? But the thing is, is I don't know. And it's not that simple. And yeah. it's very, very frustrating. Isn't that funny how we do that? I, I'm pretty sure you're like that too, right, in your relationship. Because every relationship I've ever been in, yeah. it's always come down to, it doesn't matter if you're even going out to eat, if you're staying in to eat. It's always like, what do you want to eat yeah. for dinner? And especially if you're going out to eat, you feel like you'd have like your favorite restaurants. And sometimes I do. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I'm ready to go. And I'm like, I want this, 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 boom, ready on to a, go. On a random occasion, sure. But I would say 80% of the time, it's this weird back and forth bounce uh, I mean, I don't know. Is that what you want? I mean, we can have that if you want that. I mean, it's fine. Yeah, I don't I know what I want right now, but it's fine. It's what you want, you yeah. know? I was trying to figure out well, what's the science behind this because if we all go through it, then like what's the deal? So I did like some very, like literally two minutes ago, uh, research on why is it that we actually go through this weird back and forth, what do you want? One is because there's too many damn choices. That's true. They were saying there's so many options that yeah. like have to, like that you could choose from. How could you 
easily narrow that down when there's, you know, 400,000 restaurants in Maryland, right? Overwhelming. Uh, number two is you're having to think on your feet typically. And yes. if you're not a person that's like really good at just having to make a snap decision, especially with something that's not that important, yeah. like it's not going to change anything other than your mood. Or if you're just tired of thinking and you're like, I don't have the answers. To do it. I don't have the energy to put anything else into this right now. Yeah. It's, it's not, like, not a huge priority, but I'll tell you, it's funny after I say that. Think about how disappointing it is when you go out to eat somewhere. And you don't want to be there. And it's not the meal you want. No. That's the worst feeling. It is. Also, like, they're saying that, like, your expectations need to meet the reality of what you're about to get. Yeah. So, for example, like, if you really want, I don't know, steak, fried chicken, for example, uh-huh. then your brain has to go through and say, okay, if I really want fried chicken, then like, where's the place I know I can go exactly and not be disappointed yes. by actually, if you want crabs, like mm-hmm. who's got the best crab in town? Like yeah. I gotta go get that, gotta have that. Um, and that's basically the main science of why you cannot make a decision. And I feel like why so many couples get in a fight is because both of our brains yeah. are going through the same process over and over again. Took me about like 20 minutes to convince him to make a TikTok with me about the situation. And you can watch that at Just Do It, J-E-S-S-D-U-I-T-T. And we say this with love, by the way, because by no means are we, you know, do we have a squeaky clean record, okay? We're not. Let's we're, not go through the hard news. No, we're psycho over here. However, PA is just a little bizarre. No, I, just, I don't get it. I just don't understand yeah. what happens in Pennsylvania. Been there a couple times. Seems normal enough. What's happening behind the scenes? I'm like, it's just random. Just always random, bizarre news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of Pennsylvania. Yeah. So let's turn our attention up north. The sit, the town actually, Jess, is called Shady Side. So I like, mean, okay, I love it's about it. About to live up to its expectations. I love it here. already. Right. That's also messed up. Who named them Shady? That's me. That's true. Uh, it's an area in Pittsburgh, by the way. They're known for their historic homes. They got some beautiful boutiques up there. Also known now for a naked guy running through yards. No. There's a man that's been uh, caught on camera in the area peeking through the windows of unsuspecting residents. Ew. (laughs) Like, no one's caught this guy yet or knows who he is, but uh, they just have seen them, I guess, in their ring cameras or whatever. No. Naked dude. Naked, too. And, like, looking inside your house. Looking into the windows. No, I don't like that. Uh, Here's here's one of their residents. Run last night, I was definitely a little extra cautious and just, you know, looking out for anything out of the ordinary. To know that it's happening um, here is, is very strange. And, you know, fortunately, I don't live where there's a window right on the ground level, but it's still a little yeah. scary. Yeah, it's super scary. Yeah. Like, why can't you be one or the other? I feel like you've either got to be like, you're the naked guy in the neighborhood, or like, you're the I peep in people's windows guy. You can't be both. I don't want either. You put it together and it's really bad. I don't bad. want any of it. Uh, this is just a few weeks after the people in Shadyside held this public safety meeting. Yeah. So they just had this meeting. What are they going to do? After allegations of another man <gasps> had been also naked running through the neighborhood. So this is now the second... In the course of a month of naked men running through Shady Side, PA. No. Uh, that man has already been arrested, though. Good. For uh, harassment, trespassing, and indecent exposure. But yeah, this other, put him other away. guy, this other dude, we don't know. Oh, we don't no. know. That's uh, the town of Shady Side, Pennsylvania. And uh, if you ask me, PA so crazy sometimes. On Monday, <laughs> we do something called Mom's Monday Motivation. This is just a. A feel-good thing that we do. It's a public service. Think about it that way. My mom's super motivational, and we bring her on the show. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. My mom and I do a podcast together, too, called Certified Mama's Boy. So you can go check that out. Uh, it's just just talking about life, 
It's got good, some feel-good vibes on it. Uh, it gets to know me a little bit better, my mom. So you can just uh, check out Certified Mama's Boy. That is on the Odyssey app wherever you get your podcast. All right, Mom, what you got for us today? Okay, it's from the Dalai Lama. There are only two days in the year that nothing can be done. One is called yesterday, and the other is called tomorrow. Damn, that's true. So today is the right day to love, believe, do, and mostly live. This so Dalai that, Lama might be onto something. Uh, this Dalai Lama, I think, I think he's onto a lot of things. Yeah. But you know, we talk a lot about being in the present moment and how we miss so much by worrying about what happened in the past or worrying about what's going to happen in the future rather than being in the present moment and enjoying today. Now, this obviously is is quite a practice because on surface level, it seems easy, right? But I know Mm -hmm. that all of us are probably guilty of worrying about something that's going to happen tomorrow or or, or being upset over something that happened yesterday. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that's really where the work comes in. So a good reminder for this Monday is like, hey, listen, like, if we're going to like truly be centered and like calm and peaceful, we have to focus on what's happening right now. We can't change yesterday. No, that's over. Mm-hmm. It's over. You Come learned on. your lesson. You learned that person was your life for that time, that mm-hmm. instance. You, you, there's you know, nothing you can do. It's completely wasted energy. That job is gone. Yes. That you know that that uh, that argument you have with your boss is over. Now you're here. You're in a brand new day, and like moving forward, what's going to happen? And here's the thing: you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. You don't know. So why sit here and assume it's going to be the absolute worst option? Why couldn't it be the best option? Ooh. You know what you can do, what we can all do today? You can write down on a piece of paper something that you have been obsessing over, some like mm-hmm. old event or old drama or a person that's been a, like what, whatever, something that's been upsetting you and then mm-hmm. write it on a piece of paper and then burn it and like throw it away. Kind of like, poof, that's it. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. not going to spend any more time on that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like it. I like that. That's a great exercise yeah. to do. Yeah. It's great because let it's it truly go. gone. Just mm-hmm. let it go. That's yeah. right. So that's my mom. We call this Mom's Money Motivation. We have a podcast as well called Certified Mama's Boy on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. And mom, that's going to do it for you. I love you. Okay. Love you guys forever. Mix 106.5. It's top three with Kramer and Jess. Trending stories in Baltimore and across the nation. The Baltimore top three is brought to you by my friends over at Wellwood Family Dentistry in Pikesville. Number three. Lamar Jackson suffered a sprained ankle in Cleveland, knocking him out of the game and leaving his status for the upcoming week unknown. It was a tough loss for us yesterday, 24 to 22, but what's going on with Lamar? Jackson exited the game in the second quarter and was ruled out as the second half began. He was hit low after throwing a pass, got up, limping on the field, and he was immediately carted to the locker room, and the team will further evaluate the situation today to see if more tests need to be done. Multiple players and Harbaugh expressed their confidence and backup quarterback Tyler Huntley to win versus Green Bay if needed, and we take on the Packers this Sunday at 4.25 p.m. We all hope Lamar is just going to be back in action, you know? Absolutely. But best, we've, we've best had... Best case scenario. Of course, so our, we're thinking of Lamar, but honestly, Ravens fans should be proud. We're still 8-5, and five and everything we've been put up against this season, we should be proud of. Yeah. Number two. A new report by NiceRx has shared their thoughts on the happiest and unhappiest states in the U.S., and they base their findings by looking at such factors as poverty, mental illness, life expectancy, uh, safety, and more. And based on this info, each state was given a happiness score from 1 to 10. 
10, with 10 being the happiest. And Maryland has made the list of the 10 happiest states in the U.S., hey. coming in at 7th place with a score of 7.55. Nice. Look at us. Yeah. Topping the list, number one was Hawaii. And on the very bottom, on the end of the spectrum, was Mississippi. I mean, but that makes sense. You would have to expect every person in Hawaii to be extremely happy yeah, to be are there, you right? Kidding? And then I would assume Mississippi. You know, we don't know. I've it, never been it, there, so it, I don't know. It has. I don't reputation. know. I don't know. But I talked to actually some a girl that um, <laughs> when I was in Hawaii a couple of years ago, uh, this a woman that basically dropped her whole entire life and just moved and moved to Hawaii, and Heck she yeah. was like, "I'm going to be an artist and like go live out there until like she's been there for maybe like two years, and she was like, "I'm so dirt poor." Why? Because it's so expensive to live out there. Oh, really? It's so expensive to live in Hawaii. Yeah. But, but they're happy, so happiness comes to the price. Number one. Taylor Swift may be riding high on everyone's excitement over her latest album, but she is about to go to trial. Accusations were made that lyrics and Shake It Off were taken from a 2003 LW song, Play Is Gonna Play, which have very similar what? lyrics. Here, take a listen. So this is Taylor Swift first, right? Mm-hmm. Here she goes. Shake it off pretty well, yeah. and then three, three, three LW. Okay, one again, Taylor. Three LW. Let me tell you what's going on with this whole situation. So the copyright lawsuit was originally filed back in 2017, actually, thrown away in uh, 2018. But the writers of the 3LW song, Sean Hall and Nathan Butler, appealed the case. The decision was reversed by a court in 2019 who said their complaint is still valid. The judge who originally tossed the case now says that there is a possibility that there is still a genuine dispute at hand. Um, and he denied Taylor's request to dismiss the case again. And a date for the a date has not been set for the case yet. However, the group 3LW also posted on social media making it known that they are not the ones behind the lawsuit. They don't want anything to do with this. They're saying that they have nothing but love for Taylor and her team, but it's the writers. This is their situation. So they're kind of like, we, we ain't going against Taylor. Yeah, we need anybody but Taylor. They like, said, nods. please direct all hate elsewhere. I mean, what do you think? Is that, do you, you think they've got like a legitimate lawsuit here? Honestly, I don't think so because it's like with, with stuff like that, it'd be one thing if it was like the same melody, same, sounded like the same song. When it came to Olivia Rodrigo and Paramore, you could play those songs on top of each other and it was, it sound the same. The same. With this, it's like one person can say, I love love in a song. That doesn't mean someone else can't say, I love love in a different song. I mean, it's pretty damn slimmer though it doesn't even it, at first I thought it was players gonna play and I'm like that seems pretty generic but then you back it up with haters gonna hate and they both are together so you think that they deserve a credit the writers at least I mean I feel like that can be valid if you want the credit there <sighs> I, I just think it's similar. I think that there's enough here to say there's... There's a case. Potential. Yeah. yeah. We'll see what you happens. Because imagine if like that was like your, your thing, you know? Like that was your song. And then all of a sudden, Taylor rips it off, in your opinion. Yes. You know? And uh, yeah, and Sean Hall and Nathan Butler's opinion. Yeah. yeah. All right. You're right. This is Justin. That was your top three. <laughs> Uh, we're going to get into dog news here in just a couple of seconds. Before we do, though, I'm having this weird dog owner guilt because I've got a 12-year-old chihuahua named Kiki, and I'm leaving her here for the holidays. Like, I'm going to California for a week and then going to see my family in Atlanta for a week. And honestly, traveling with a senior dog is kind of tough. Yeah. Like, she can't, honestly can't make the plane ride back and forth. She pees herself both ways. And I'm yeah. like, it's just not, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. But it's this weird sense of guilt this time of year when you leave a pet yes. behind. Do yes. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, would you feel guilty about that too if, if you had a pet? Yeah. Sorry. 
That's fine. You did that on purpose. I didn't mean to. I promise. Yeah, you did. Okay. I didn't. Jess wants a cat really bad. No, Sorry. But like, would you feel would you feel like this weird guilt about leaving your animal at well, home too? That's one of the reasons. What aside from you know Garage Boy and whatever he has to say today, that's part of the reason why because like we go so often yeah. that I don't want to have to like worry about that because that's that's tough. What to do? One of my friends is like, this could be here last Christmas. I'm <gasps> like, why would you say that? Because it really could be, but I'm like... Oh, your friend said that to you? Yeah. Karma. I'm like, it's really making me feel awful over here. Anyway, here's a look at dog news today. <laughs> today in dog news... <laughs> I'm crying this segment. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't it's believe fine. he said that to you. That's fine. Isn't that terrible? Like, what, what, what even like a, like a rude thing to say to a friend, too? Like, why would you say that to me? I don't know. Other radio stations don't deal with dog news. I don't know why. I would say they're... It's um, called disrespect. Disrespectful to our fellow four-legged friends. Mm. But we do. So we'll go through the news and find out what's really happening in the dog world. Rover.com, who is like the pet sur- sitting service app that I actually use when I leave my dog and for the alone for the holidays, okay. uh, just released its its data on the most popular dog and cat names <laughs> really? for 2021. Mm. I want to see if you can guess... What they were. Because I feel like we don't get very creative I know. on dog names. Spot. We'll, we'll start Skip. with... <laughs> <laughs> Tell me we'll top start, three, top five. Start with, start with female. Okay. Start, top three female dog names this year. What do you think? Bella. Bella was the number one dog Woo! name for 2021. Very nice. Wow. Give me another one. Um, that's all I got in me. Uh, I don't know. Daisy? Lola? Daisy was actually number four. I'll <gasps> take it. Lola was number five. Very wow. nice. Number two was Luna. Aww. And uh, number one, uh, number three was Lucy. Okay. So those top top five female dog names in Maryland for the year. Yeah. Let's go to do- uh, to boy dogs. Uh huh. Give me what you think would be on the top five list. Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce. There's no one's dog named Bill. Okay. Have you ever met a dog named Bill Personally, before? I want to name my animals like real human names because I just love that. You're like, Bill? You know, I don't know. Be like, Bill, how's your day? And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I just, Bill, I like Bill's that. like balding on top. Bill has like a like a tie that's like pushed to the side because a hard day at work. Uh, Come on. Think about this. Very common dog names on, in like Maryland. Skip or... Number five, Rocky. Rocky. Okay. Number four, Buddy. Buddy. Number three, Milo. What's one? Which I don't. Do you know Milo in real life? I don't know a Milo in real life, or like a person, or a, or a pet, or <laughs> anything. Life. I've never heard it. I've never heard it before. Number two is Charlie. Charlie. Yeah, that's that's pleasant. Come on, the number one dog name in 2021 in Maryland is what? Jessica. Say it. I'll give you a clue. It's also in the dog's name in A Grinch That Stole Christmas. Uh. <gasps> oh my God. Why don't I know this? I know this, but I don't. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's Max. It's Max. Max is the number one number male one. dog name for this year. And spelled from the Grinch, obviously. People did get creative this year, though, looking at dog names mm-hmm. uh, for inspiration. They, for some reason, turned to the pandemic, which I don't all right. like that. Dogs named Doctor Fauci were up two hundred and seventy percent. Like, why in the world would you name your dog? Is there any, listen, is there anyone listening right now that named their dog Doctor Fauci or Rona? Because I feel like we One need to like other. we need to like get to know you. Yeah, what's the inspiration? COVID that was up thirty five percent this they year. They named their animal COVID. COVID. Yeah, maybe that's just some kind of like messed up mental thing where they they want to replace it replace it with some sort With of like positive? happiness thing. Okay, people also named their pets this year Pfizer and Zoom. Yeah. So when it comes to uh, dog news, yeah, that's what they've been naming our dogs. 
in 2021. I don't know if this comments can make me seem like a Grinch. I know there's got to be somebody. And you may not even be proud to say this out loud. Because it doesn't look great on the surface, and I get that. Mm-hmm. But there's got to be somebody that agrees with me. That we don't want your family Christmas cards anymore. <gasps> we don't. We don't. What? I can't tell you how many times I've gone to the mailbox this December and opened up your family Christmas card and just been like, hmm, that's interesting. I uh, saw this picture on Instagram like a week ago, okay? Mm-hmm. And there's never anything personal. Who sends you a Christmas card? I've gotten at least five. You? And it's not It's not even time. Oh, yeah. All my friends that have kids, okay. they love sending these family Christmas cards out, right? You with, don't want with, it. I just think it's completely unnecessary, and it means absolutely nothing to me whatsoever. So when you open it, you throw it away immediately? Some people may see I'm a Grinch. Is that what you do? Uh, yeah, I throw it right out. So you open it and then you throw it out. I, I'm like, oh, there's the picture that uh, there's your baby that uh, you literally posted that picture on Facebook a week ago. So you're saying it needs to be new content. You want to see a new picture you've never seen before because an old picture isn't good enough for you. I'm just saying it's completely irrelevant nowadays. Ugh, no, I get like I back in the 80s. Sometimes. Like back when I was a kid, I completely understand it because we didn't have the internet. You know, we didn't have okay. things to show what your kids have looked like throughout the years. Okay. But I've literally seen all these pictures by the time they even get to me. And they don't, like, there's nothing. I, I appreciate a nice card, like, when there's something personal about it. You yeah. know? Like, if you spend the time to write, oh, you know, Stephen, I'm so thankful for our friendship this year. Love the Johnson family. Okay. All right, that then you want something. it, and then you would read it, and then you throw it out. But what some of y'all do is you go out and you buy these hundred packs mm-hmm. from Shutterfly or whatever okay. of like your family, and they put some holiday garb around it, mm-hmm. and you send it out. I just, I, I don't want that. It doesn't mean anything to me. What's and I don't think most people do want that anymore. I love Christmas cards. You like getting those personally? I'm talking about the non-personalized. Yes, I love them because to me it makes me feel like I'm important enough. To them, that they want to send something to me. It takes, because they could just text it to you. How impersonal is that? I would rather, honest to God, get a text that actually, like, was to me and not just some generic. All my Christmas cards are still on my fridge because I don't talk to them all the time. You know, we, we live far away from everybody. So it's nice that, to me, some of my friends wanted to send me a Christmas card that they were <laughs> thinking about me. I will take a you're picture just, of my you're fridge. You're trying to argue to argue no, right now. You know I don't what? believe you No, I think that you're just a hater and you don't want to admit that you're having a conversation with someone that feels differently than you because I have, I think, like four or five Christmas cards and I'm not, from last season and, still on my fridge because I love to look at them because I think they're but you cute saw and it's them. nice. You're already scrolling and you saw them. What yeah, are you talking about? Yeah, but that's on my about? phone. I saw it for like two seconds or maybe I didn't see them. And sometimes I, they're a little switch up and I think it's nice. I think it's a nice gesture from people that I love soon. Me. Do you, honest to God, can we get a poll going this morning? And don't feel like you have to give the like politically correct answer. We just want the true answer. Oh my God. Like, do you really care about getting the family Christmas cards anymore? Do you I honestly love that are not Christmas personalized? Cards. You're going through your mail, you're like, oh my God, there's a bill. Oh my God, there's freaking, you know, there's this, there's that. Da, 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 da. And then I open it and it's my friend's handwriting. It says my name on it. No, I'm saying no handwriting. I'm saying no handwriting. I'm saying where it's literally just a photo. It's pre-printed. There's nothing personalized for you whatsoever in there. I think it's nice. Do you just get those and toss those out like I do? And they just, I feel like it's like killing the trees for no reason. Or do you put them on your fridge all year just because it's nice to look at and it's a nice little reminder of your family and friends that think, you love and care it. about? I don't think most people are like that anymore. 410 583 
1065. We don't want family Christmas cards anymore, right? Can you back me up on this? Let's get a poll going. Uh, who are we talking to? Uh, Tina on one in Baltimore. Hello, Tina. Hey, good morning. You don't actually like receiving family Christmas cards, do you? I do. You, like, I do. Like how much on a one to ten scale, though? I mean, if it's like a five, we can we can just move on to the side. No, no. It's way more than a five, no matter who it is. And depending on who it is, it could be a nine or a ten. Yes. It could be like, hey, eight. But, you know, I grew up with photo albums. I grew up with pictures on the fridge. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, I don't get to go out and print pictures. Yeah. I don't do the things that I'm used to. So now, I, I swear to God, I keep Christmas cards on the fridge all year long sometimes. Because I'm like, I want to see my aunt, and I just don't have any pictures of her. Yes, right? I love that. I'm, I'm going to fill you. Social media. I mean, like, you're making a scrapbook on social media. You post your selfies, too. Like, when you went to Mexico, you think people want to see them. So people send them to you because they're like, hey, want to see me? Send them back. I want to see you, too. See, yes, Tina. Thank you. <laughs> so yes, you're, you're welcome. But, <laughs> thank you, Tina. Thank but, you, sis. But that's, the, but, wait, but that's the point, though. It's like, you've already seen the pictures on social media. Yeah, oh, like, what whatever. Do you, what do you, you want to keep me? seeing them? You never go back to your friends like, hey, I want to see this picture again. Or, oh, my God, I got to show you this picture that Scroll my friend back. posted. Whatever. Now you just got to look to your fridge. Go to your kitchen. <laughs> exactly. Right now, they're, now they're with you on the daily. <laughs> Tina, you're funny. I Thank love you, Tina. Thank thanks you. for calling us. <laughs> Have a great weekend. You too. See ya. <laughs> I, I think that's abnormal. No, it's not. I think it's abnormal. It's a nice human being. I don't think that's going to be most I know that's something you're not used to, <laughs> but that was some good energy right there. Hey, Stacy and Z, good morning. Good morning. Z. Z, you're how old, Z? Nine. You're nine. And you think I'm being... Does this sound like it's being mean right now? Yes. Yes, he is Tell being me. mean. Tell me about it. Well, we're both... Like, we both think that, like, if somebody's putting you on their Christmas card list... Yeah. Then they are thinking, like, hey, that's someone that we care about. Yes. Right? So, so for that, and plus... If I'm sending you a picture of my kid, like, you shouldn't throw it away. That's that's kind of heartless. Rude and heartless. heartless. Keep it. His heart is 500 times too small. (laughs) But... But I will say that we do kind of agree that, like, the impersonal nature... Like, write something on there. Write something. Like, like make it personal to me. Then it'll mean something. But I don't need something you just printed at Walmart last week. I have two kids and a full-time job and yeah no you're not getting a personal message because then don't send it well you're rude she's still trying to do something nice i i do get it i do get it because it would be nice to have more of a connection thank you very much i do agree with that and i do think you should do a special picture well i hope you guys think it it should not be your facebook profile picture. thank you that's the point too thank you stacy and z thank you guys that's the point i'm trying to make it's like we've seen it we like already seen the photo. We know exactly what it looks like, you know? 410-583-1065. My point this morning I'm trying to make is the family Christmas card's outdated. And we don't need it anymore. Whatever. Not necessary, you know? Listen. 410-583-1065. Hey, Axel from Churchville. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Do you really like getting these family Christmas cards? I'm not The non-personalized one, just printed, shipped to you, that's it. No, Thank not you. at all. Thank Why? You. Oh my God, my life, my wife loves them, <laughs> and I cannot say it. Yeah, I, so it feels fresh. Ex- no way! It's so impersonal. She loves making them uh, and sending them out, and I feel like it's so impersonal. 
so impersonal. Yeah, and Jess can't understand like, this for okay, some reason. At least write a little note to the person, Something. and she's like, "It takes too much time." You don't want to. What? You don't want to see pictures of your family and friends. You don't want to put them on your fridge. You hate it. You hate it. I no. I have pictures of family and friends, just not for Thanksgiving or or Christmas <laughs> or any of those things. <laughs> Easter. Yeah. You've them all the time. I've got Instagram. Like, I've seen your family every, literally every day for the last 365 days. Like, I don't, I know what they look like. I know you guys exactly. should go have lunch together. We should. I feel we like should, you'd be really good we friends. We should be friends. <laughs> Honestly. Dude, thank you for calling us. Of course. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 